Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Monday edition of Inside the 20 with myself and Keith Niebuhr. We will do our absolute best to get as much recruiting intel to you inside the 20-minute mark. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3, and I'm joined as I always am by Mr. Keith Neighbor. How about you, Keith? How, how, I can't even talk. How about you? I was going to say, how are you? How about you? And it all tried to come out at once. Hey, it, it, it's, efficient. it's efficient. And I was getting a text at the same time. So, no, everything's good on my end. How you doing, man? Uh, fairly well. We have uh, outlasting these storms. Had some storms coming through the southeastern parts. I don't know if it got down there to Florida, but uh, – couldn't even see my neighbor's house 30 minutes ago through the rain. It was uh, it was coming down, a lot of lightning and thunder. And listen, we were very fortunate. I know a lot of people uh, west of us got a, a lot worse. Uh, we'll be thinking about them as well, man. I know a lot of damage in Mississippi. So keep those people in your thoughts and prayers if you're that kind of person. Um, I, know, I tell you, uh, we're going to have a special show today. I think it's a special show, show Keith. I think we're going to look at the offensive side of the board. We're going to talk about the five biggest wants slash needs on offense, and I think we've got a pretty good list for you folks. Before we get to that, I want to say uh, I know everybody's out there looking for a new car or a used car. I'm more of a used car myself. Uh, if, if you're looking for that, give Caleb Schofield a call. Caleb Schofield with uh, Mike Patton Auto there in LaGrange, Georgia, 334-531-0996. Fantastic selection. Of used and new cars. He's got the new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Hondas. And then the used car lot is fantastic. Very diverse selection there. All those used cars have to pass a multi-point inspection before they even put them on the lot. And then they back those used cars with a free three-month, 3,000-mile warranty. The new vehicles come with a free lifetime powertrain, dude. Free lifetime powertrain, unlimited time, unlimited mileage. Big deal there at Mike Patton Auto with Caleb. And if you're not in the market for a car, like me, but I know somebody who is. I'm going to send him to Caleb. He's going to send me 300 bucks, 300 buck referral fee, man. Make it happen. Caleb Schofield, Mike Patton Auto. Uh, they're off of Lafayette Parkway in LaGrange, Georgia, 334-531-0996. Tell him we sent you, man. Tell him we sent you. Keith. Yes. We uh, did a little pre-gaming for this show. We have, uh, we're going to hit it up two times this week. We're going to do five biggest wants slash needs on offense. This is our, our opinion, obviously. Yeah. And then we'll do defense on Wednesday. Auburn has four commitments. Got a couple of defensive backs committed, four stars. Got a running back, Jamari Burnett, four-star committed on this past Friday. Walker White, the four-star quarterback from Arkansas, is committed. Auburn has a number 13 class in the country right now with those four four-stars committed. A lot of work left to be done. A lot of work on the offensive side of the ball, Keith. Auburn's in on some good dudes on the offensive side of the ball. So we have we have pulled our – our empty heads together to try to get half of a tank out of it. And we're going to start off today, Keith, with give me your first top wants need on the offensive side of the ball. Who's number one? Let's count it down. Okay. Now I got to think in reverse. Hold on a second here. Yeah. Flip the script, baby. Flip the script. Well, reverse for me, it would be uh, the fifth guy. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one would be probably – 
Uh, I think Kevin Riley, the running back out of Tuscaloosa, okay. that area. And the reason is, uh, one, Auburn's already got one running back committed, Jamarian Fat Burnett from Andalusia. And then he just signed Jeremiah Cobb last year, and you got Damari Alston the year before. So you're doing pretty good at the running back position. You obviously want a second back, and that's why we have him on this list. Now, um, as we get to the end, you, there's going to be a position that's not – mentioned i mean we're not every position i mean obviously quarterback but they already have walker white committed but there's another one and the reason why we're not picking anyone from that position is because we feel like there's already some young talent on the roster Mm -hmm. and auburn has more pressing needs elsewhere but running back still a need maybe not as big a need as offensive line let's say but kevin riley you know a good size running back out out of tuscaloosa area uh high priority back for auburn probably one of the two or three remaining running back targets we think for Auburn, along with Daniel Hill out of Meridian, Mississippi. And of those two, you know, some people would say Riley's the more talented. Uh, others would say Hill is the more talented. So why would we pick, and I'm going to let you obviously talk here in a second, but why would we go with Riley? Well, both of us in our uh, thorough research and discussions before this, uh, we think Auburn's got a better chance, all right? Sure. Because we know that Ole Miss is hot and heavy on Daniel Hill, and we know that Alabama, being not that far from, uh, from Meridian, Mississippi, and having had success at that school in the past, we know that they're hot and heavy on him as well. So we think the tough, the competition for him is maybe just a, a hair more uh, lenient. Yeah, hard. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Now with Riley, uh, you know, right now he says in his most recent interviews, Auburn's probably recruiting him the hardest. Now Bama hasn't really ratcheted it up yet. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. We'll see what else they're gonna. You know, who else they're going to land? Where are they recruiting nationally? Their board's a little different than Auburn's because Auburn is recruits a little bit more regionally than they do. Uh, so we don't know exactly where he sits on the board, but we do know he is extremely high on the Auburn board. If not one, then one A. He's right there. So high priority. Yeah. He's high on Auburn's list. They're high on his list. I'll let you. And he's, and he's coming. And I, I tell you what, one of the things I noticed that stuck out to me Friday after Jamari and Burnett's commitment to Auburn was he was actively pursuing, recruiting Kevin Riley to uh, to Auburn to join him in this class. So we know that he's a, a, a Kevin Riley being a high priority. I think Daniel Hill is a very – although he's going to be here. He told you, Keith, he'll be uh, at Auburn for the A-Day game, I believe, or sometime in April. So April 8th, maybe getting back for an official visit. But I feel like at this time, you know what? Ask us two months from now, Keith, who are top five guys that are on, on offense. It might be a completely different list. Yeah, because, you know, after after the spring game, well, not directly after, but starting April 15th, Auburn staff can get out on the road right. from April 15th through the end of May to, to do in-person evaluations. Now, some schools don't start practicing until May, but the boards are going to reshuffle after. They're, they're going to be shuffled after that because you're going to – Look, I mean, the guy may look like a million bucks when he comes to your school, and then you go see him in practice, and he's loafing or he's late to practice. Or, I mean, gosh, Jeffrey, how many times have you and I have been to practices in the last twenty years where a guys late, a star player? Um, I'll tell you one: Trenton Brown was one, the, the big JUCO offensive lineman. Now, and then he ended up being a fifty million dollar guy in the NFL. But it's you just don't know what you're going to see, what your eyes are going to see. So the board could could re, you know could uh, could change dramatically. But right now, Kevin Riley would be my number five guy, and I think yours too. Yeah, I, I've got him there. I I, I, uh, I like Kevin Riley. I think Auburn has a better chance with him than Daniel Hill. He be, he'll he be at Auburn. Uh, we talked about Daniel Hill coming to Auburn. Kevin Riley will be here as well, and I think he's going to come for an extended stay at some point during the uh, the spring before he comes back uh, 
presumably for an un, for an official visit. I really feel like Auburn's in his top two to three, and that might be uh, being conservative there. Number four on this list, I think Keith, two through four would would, would be all the same position. Yeah, I mean we 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 know. You know, we've been doing this a long time, and we know that Hugh Freeze, as much as he loves his quarterbacks and his receivers and his DBs, he's still at heart an old school kind of coach. And and those guys believe in building a team from the inside out, right? So where does Auburn need to really build the team? Well, we're talking just offensively today. So you've got your quarterback, you've got a running back, but offensive line, you're not going to do anything. It doesn't matter what you have elsewhere if you don't have the offensive line. And so we've got we picked three guys on the offensive line. Uh, and uh, we can put them in order here, but the, really, I mean, they're kind of all interchangeable. I, I agree. One of them is visiting this week, and you've got all the details on that. Jonathan Daniels, five-star offensive tackle out of Pensacola, Pine Forest, I believe. Great program 40 years ago in the 1980s. Um, the other is Daniel Calhoun, uh, or another Daniel Calhoun uh, from Marietta, Georgia. I believe he's at what, – what school is he at? Walton? I believe he's at Walton. Uh, yes, Marietta Walton. Is it? Marietta Walton, and he's uh, you know top 100 national recruit offensive tackle, six six and a half. So we've got him on the list, and then I, you know my third guy is Casey Poe, uh, an offensive lineman out of Texas who's an inside guy. Yep. Uh, but visited Auburn recently. His first visit to Auburn seemed to love it. Now he's one of those guys that says a lot of nice things about a lot of different schools. Sure. Uh, Oklahoma is the current recruiting prediction machine favorite for on three, but Hey, it looks like Auburn's got a real shot to get an official visit. And at that point, you got a, a realistic chance. Um, big kid, a uh, big kid, but excuse me, a kid that's big into faith. Now you could say that about a lot of kids, but I think on that level, he's connected with Hugh freeze and Walker white Auburn's quarterback commit. So those are our three guys, Jeffrey. I don't know what order you'd put them in, Oh, but you know, I, I, I would probably have uh, Calhoun as my number two. Okay. I probably have three. I I love Casey Poe. I love his attitude. I love his persona. I love his. I I think he would be a fantastic fit at Auburn. And I I, I think Cole Pinkston, who probably talks to Casey more than we have, I think he would agree. Uh, He's probably a great fit at Texas and all those schools too. But um, he just, uh, I I like Casey Poe. I think he'd be a fantastic fit at Auburn. I I love that his versatility. I think you got to have those inside guys just as much as you got to have those outside guys. Although we do put a premium on those outside guys, which is why we have Daniel Calhoun and Jonathan Daniels uh, in this group, two outs, two, two prototypical tackles to go along with Casey Poe. Number one, and, and, and before we move on past his offensive lineman, Keith, you made a great point about Hugh Freeze and building this team. Dude, we, we talk about Laquan Treadwell and, you know, Evan Ingram and all these big-time wide receivers and passing targets he recruited to Ole Miss. But what gets overlooked sometimes is the, the stud offensive lineman. Well, and he's had he's got a track record. Look That's, at Ole Miss. Yeah, at Ole Miss. I mean, he signed now. He had some great recruiters working for him too. But obviously, he's heavily involved, as we learned pretty quickly here. Uh, so we'll, we'll take. You know, Laramie Tunzel uh, was an offensive tackle that Ole Miss signed out of Lake City, Florida, right just north of Gainesville. They beat out Florida, but really they beat out Georgia. I don't think Florida was the serious contender at the end. I think it was Georgia. And everybody thought this kid was locked and loaded and done to Athens, and it didn't happen that way. They also signed Greg Little, a five-star offensive Mm -hmm. lineman out of Texas. Uh, So they had great success, uh, you know, recruiting that position. So when you look at these three guys, you know, Poe's got a lot of schools after him. Texas is going to be one. Clemson's going to be another. We know that. 
Uh, Daniel Calhoun's got everybody in the world after him, too. So right now, as uh, Georgia is the uh, recruiting prediction machine favorite. Alabama's also involved. Tennessee. Uh, so Auburn's got some work to do there. But, you know, he's saying he's going to be back. Uh, there's a chance that and – you, and you interviewed him. But there's a chance Auburn could get an official visit from Daniel Calhoun. That would be significant. So Auburn clearly now in the mix with him, wasn't in the mix with Daniel Calhoun just a little while ago, just – you know, a month or two ago. And then the third guy, Jonathan Daniels, has visited Auburn once this year and is going to be back, I think you reported Wednesday, correct, Jeff? Yes, sir. He's going to be back Wednesday. Now, right now, in-state Florida State, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, and I believe their, their offensive coordinator and offensive line coach, Alex Akins, uh, is leading that recruitment. So Florida State leads big in the recruiting prediction machine for him. Florida also involved Georgia, Alabama. I mean, it's all the big schools for all three of these guys. Sometimes different group of big schools, but big programs nonetheless. And we always talk about who are you beating to land guys. It's going to take some serious work to land these three guys. These are not layups. These are not, this is not low hanging fruit. Okay. These are guys that you're going to have to legitimately battle for. And that's why, one, they're very high on our list and two, very high on our on list. And, you know, for, for the last few years, you know, we've heard people say that, that the, you know, you got to out evaluate everybody. And, and, and we've never thought that. We, the big no. schools, yeah, the big schools, <clears throat> excuse me, recruit from the same pond, basically. And so you're going to have to win these battles, right? Uh, it's great to out evaluate people here or there, but, uh, over the uh, over the long haul, <coughs> you can't build your roster with great evaluations. Dabo Sweeney, Ryan Day, Lincoln Riley, Kirby Smart, Brian Kelly, Nick Saban. Those guys have gigantic staffs, and they're recruiting and watching the same film. And you may get a couple guys here or there that they weren't quite aware of, uh, but overall, you're going to have to battle. And but Auburn making headway with each of these three guys. Now, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, listen. It's been since the 2017 class, Jeffrey, since Auburn was even a factor. <clears throat> well, that's not true. I was going to say a factor with a five-star offensive tackle when they signed Calvin Ashley, but they were a factor with Broderick Jones a couple years ago. But did we ever think he was really going to flip from Georgia, a kid in Atlanta? I mean, you know what I mean? So they were probably a factor, but at the end of the day, as you'll recall, he didn't even official to George, to Auburn like he said he was going to and instead took an official visit to Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> that tells me Auburn was never going to get him. So, um, you know, obviously these are big time targets, but Auburn's battling and, and, you know, may have realistic chances. The key will be to getting all three of them back for official visits. We think they got it back. Completely agree. And a couple of uh, alternates on this list, um, a couple of guys from North Carolina, big offensive lineman from North Carolina who's visited Auburn, uh, Egan Boyer. We've talked about him. He's been visited Auburn two or three times. I think he's coming back for a day. Uh, Ethan Callaway is another big time. Uh, he's a four-star offensive tackle, number 13 offensive tackle in the country. He's from uh, North Carolina as well. He visited, I think, two weeks ago, uh, Flesher Westfall. There, there are other offensive linemen Auburn is recruiting. I guess if you said take your pick, those three would be the top three that we would say. Oh, yeah, give me him, him, and him. Jamison Riggs is another. Jamison Riggs, there you go. Yes, sir. Really likes. I mean, 
you know, there, there's not a ton of great offensive line talent in the state this year. So you're, you're seeing Auburn go into, well, Georgia, they always do, but into the Carolinas yep. and, and quite frankly, up into Virginia as well for offensive linemen. So we'll have to see how that shakes out. Um, number one, I think is, is pretty easy for everyone on the offensive side of the ball. This guy is a program changer. We believe, we believe, um, he would, he, I believe he's worth one or two wins just by himself. Uh, Keith, any hesitancy in choosing number one here? No, because you're, we're, we're, we're not just looking at the best players here. We should have said this at the beginning or I should have, you know, it's the best player, the biggest need. Do you have a realistic chance? And then also um, just kind of perception. What would it do for your yeah. ranking matters? It may not matter in the sense that Auburn does their own evaluations, right? They're, they're, they're not concerned what on threes rankings are when it, when you really get you know down to the nitty gritty, but in terms of national perception and, and the, the movement, the direction of your program, these are significant. So number one, Jeffrey. I'll let Cam you Coleman. Absolutely. I mean, it's a no brainer. Uh, we at uh, well, I almost said my old company. Us at, at on three have him as a as a five star recruit, number twenty player in the country. You know, uh, one of the I think we have him the number uh, four receiver in the country and the number two prospect in Alabama. And the receiver class is strong this year. There's a kid out of Florida, Jeremiah Smith, who yeah. uh, committed Ohio State consensus number one receiver. It's a very good group. Cam Coleman conceivably would have been a could be a number one receiver candidate into some other classes. This one, it might be hard because of Jeremiah Smith, but you know, fantastic player, Jeffrey, six, three and a half, one eighty-five. He produces, and he, not only does he have the measurables, but then he's incredibly fast. He tests extremely well, long arms, fast, tall, 40 inch vertical leap plays basketball. You love that. He's playing other sports because that means he, he's not even close to reaching his ceiling yet. He's not right. 365 days a year of football. He's doing other things. So then you think, well, what happens when he is 365 days a year football? And from somebody that you've talked to and somebody that I've talked to multiple times now, we, we don't always really get to know these guys. I mean, let's put it this way. There were people that thought Aaron Hernandez was a good kid. Okay, sure. you, don't, you don't really know. But he's been an absolute pleasure to deal with. He returns phone calls. He returns text messages. He's incredibly polite. Doesn't have to be. Um, you wish all kids were like that. Hell, you wish all adults were like that. Absolutely. But you don't really see any red flags with him. You know what I mean? Plays hard. Seems like a good team guy. Um, plays his, hard. His own coaches speak highly of him. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's what you're looking for in a guy at that position, but also a guy that's going to inject that winning attitude and positive attitude. He's a positive young guy. He talks faster than I do, Jeff mile a minute he's just excited about life and uh now we hope that the recruiting process doesn't change him but i will say this it never changed justin ross out of the same school phoenix city central and uh, right down the road in alabama it didn't change another phoenix city central receiver ej williams that both those guys went to clemson so um there's so much to like about this guy and then also obviously auburn very much in it we think auburn's probably the team to be right now lsu's in it i think maybe texas a&m FSU, and then we know obviously the big three: Clemson, Georgia, Alabama. And you know you have to figure, you know, with what Ohio State does at, with, at receiver two, are they going to get heavily involved? Are they going to sniff around too? That's a 
They, and now they do, then you, they, they, you know, they get whoever they want at receiver. So there's a lot to still shake out here, but people close to him say that Auburn's probably the team to beat right now. Um, and Jeffrey, you've got some knowledge of this. He just uh, insight here. He just visited Auburn last week for the first time this year. Yeah. Has a fantastic relationship with Marcus Davis. Marcus Davis the, comes in and I think it was in January when he was hired late January. Uh, he was one of the last, uh, assistance hired by Hugh Freeze, but the first guy he calls is Cam Coleman. And this was back when Cam Coleman was, you know, a, a 250 overall recruit. Uh, he wasn't the five-star, the future five-star guy, according to the rankings. But Marcus Davis obviously saw something in this kid that he wanted and made him a priority from day one. Was in last week uh, for an unofficial visit, came to practice, met with the coaches, had a fantastic time, had received a, received a lot of one-on-one time. No, no, no. He didn't go to practice. It was a Thursday visit. That's he was right. here all by himself. Even Maybe even better, quite frankly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Give me the option of bringing the future five-star in for with a bunch of kids or bringing him in on a day where we're not practicing. He can sit in on meetings. He can talk to the coaches. He can see what the day in the life of a player is. I thought it was fantastic, man, and, and, and he did too. Gl- glowing reviews. And he, he doesn't shy away from saying, I mean, Auburn's a, Auburn's a high up there for me. Yeah. You know, and, and we we kind of, um, I don't want to say trash, but we kind of, uh, we've mentioned some of the shortcomings of the previous regime. This was one of those things they got right. I believe Auburn was his very first offer. They, you know, the, the Harson. The Harson yeah. Uh, you know, I think, I don't think it's a big, I don't think it's a problem at all to have a kid come in and not see practice. He, he knows what practice looks like. That's more for, and he knows Marcus Davis. And that's more for a guy that doesn't really, I mean, it doesn't hurt, don't get me wrong, but as opposed to just having him there all day, because during that practice window, sure, they can pull him out in the huddle and Hugh Freeze can put his arm around him and say, look, we're doing this and that. Marcus Davis can do the same thing and he can watch the coaching. It's still a two-hour period where he's not the center of attention. They've got to focus on the team, you know what I mean? So you go there on a day when they're not practicing, and and it was was Cam Coleman day at all, you know? Yep. And, uh, and, and that, you know, that makes it feel special. But I, you know, Auburn's very much in the hunt with him. He's high on their list. They're high on his list. He's got all the measurables, like I said. He's got the right attitude, uh, great personality. Uh, you know, really could be a program. You've said it yourself. He's worth maybe a few wins. He could be – he's a potential program changer, um, you know, and just uh, everything you want in a recruit, quite frankly. That's it. That's it. Hey, we might have to throw the flag on us today, but it was well worth it, man. We are our five. We're going with uh, Kevin Riley, Jonathan Daniels, Daniel Calhoun, K- Casey Poe, and not in any specific order when it comes to those offensive linemen. And then, of course, Cam Coleman, number well, one. We and we didn't mention tight ends. And Jeffrey, I know we got to go, but that was the position I said earlier that, you know, look, there's a lot of good tight ends on the board. It's a big position in need, but you've got some young tight ends on the team, quite frankly. Yep. Uh, and that's why it's maybe not quite as high a priority as these other ones to us, to us now, to the staff and to the tight ends coach. Ben oh, Ag- sure. Oh yeah. It's number one. Yeah. Ben, ben, ben Agamaga is going, what are these guys? Yeah, who, who are these jackasses? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll end it there. We'll be back Wednesday with some, uh, with our defensive list. One more time for Caleb Schofield looking for a new or used vehicle. Give Caleb a call, man. Great offer, man. He'll take care of you. He's taking care of Keith. Three, three, four, five, three, one, zero, nine, nine, six. Hey, we appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody watching. For Keith, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all stay out of that left lane. See ya.